Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast has sex appeal. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, typo, six appeal. Welcome to episode six of Richie Firth, Travel Hacker. I'm Richie Firth, and I hack sex. Travel. <laughs> oh, that tickled you. Just the idea of you and me giving out sex advice. Like, Richie Firth, uh, <laughs> sex hacker, is definitely a spin-off show we've got to consider. <laughs> like, like, like dear, dear Richie, I love it when my wife does a thing i don't know what yeah. that thing would be like i'm scared to go too blue at the moment it's really early in the show and and then you and me just sit there awkwardly looking at each other yeah. trying to recommend the best way to get your rocks off do you think rubicon would come on board if i hacked sex yes i mean let's say yes <laughs> how do you like them mangoes good <laughs> you, I mean, that's excellent. I mean, <laughs> we've already got some catchphrases for the spin-off podcast. Oh, Christopher, it, it's funny, yeah, because just a few episodes ago you were still telling them to fuck themselves, and now you want them to pay to you for sex. That's, oh, sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Rich? I'm good. I'm in good form. I'm in good form, and I want to say hello to some special people. I want to say hello to David. I want to say hello to Grant. I want to say hello to Stephen with a PH. They are all brand new Patreons. They heard the klaxon call from the previous episode, and they have decided to part with their money to put us on a ferry to Haitian. Uh, Rich, did you see that Haitian was in the news this week? Of course it's in the news where this podcast sets the agenda the world leaders follow. It's, it's an amazing story, Christopher. Tell us all about it. So Boris Johnson, uh, as part of his sort of fix with uh, post-Brexit uh, with Northern Ireland and freedom of movement and all that, is to build a series of tunnels under the Irish Sea connecting... Um, 
England, Scotland, and Northern Ireland. Now, 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 engineering-wise, that is complicated. That has been it has been discussed before in some way, shape, or form. But here is the bit that was described, and I'm quoting the Sunday Times here, by Boris Johnson's senior aides as batshit, <laughs> was that these three underground tunnels will be linked by an underground roundabout underneath the Isle of Man. Yeah. So they are doing Belfast, Douglas, Haysham, not a yeah. million miles from us, under the sea. Is 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 this is not this is not you, Rich. No. This is Boris Johnson has come up with this. I know. I th- I think it's a wonderful idea. I think it's absolutely oh, amazing. No, seriously, you've got to understand before we get onto your hacks for tonight's episode, you've got to understand where this comes from. The shortest route is is from Stranraer in Scotland over to Northern Ireland that way but because of this thing called the Beaufort Trench which is where they uh, got rid of a load of uh, munition after the Second World War you can't tunnel it because it would just all go kaboom Uh, so this is why this other solution has been uh, has been come up with and the idea of having see this is what i don't uh, what i don't get right the idea of building a roundabout underneath the isle of man if this was happening somewhere else in the world we'd all go my words the chinese or the germans or the australians are so visionary why don't we do something like this but when we suggest something like this in this country we all go oh us bonkers brits why not give it a go I ju- I'm just saying, Rich, Boris Johnson needs a lot of Patreons if he is going to fund this. <laughs> uh, look, uh, fund us rather than the Douglas Roundabout scheme. Uh, Patreon, <laughs> pa- that's what they're calling it, the Douglas Good. Roundabout. Sure. Uh, Patreon.com slash Travel Hacker, that's where you can go. Uh, you get bonus content, uh, which, in- which includes screw-ups from Chris and I on the rare occasions that we do, uh, but also uh, will give you the chance to fund future episodes of this podcast and hey there is now light at the end of these three tunnels uh, under the irish sea we're soon going to be able to get out without restrictions and hack the fuck out of travel so if you want to hear us do that uh, in a zesty way then fund us via patreon.com slash travel hacker you really you really do have your dander up today rich i'm really enjoying this I do, I do. I'm ready to hack. Christopher, tell us what's coming up on this episode of Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Dinner first, dance it off, smoochy time. I thought you had nothing more to say. Mars doesn't have any countries. There is uh, more milk made in Wincanton than anywhere else in the United Kingdom. What is would you rank uh, is your favourite thing in order? Dinner, boogie, smoochy time. Ooh. Dinner first. Dance it off. Smoochy time. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All quite orthodox, I would say. Thank you very much. Yeah. Some, some missionary smoochy time given. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, uh, hey, I said we'd hack the sex out of travel. Hack the travel out of sex? Hack sex? Christopher. You, I'm not helping you out here. You <laughs> can just keep going. 
<laughs> what is our first hack of the night? Dear Mr. Hacker, have That's I me. got that right? Hey, Richie and Chris. It seems this season has been a bit more whack than hack. Thanks for the review. I <laughs> can piss off. So with this request, I hope the tide can turn and you can help me out with a hack. I would like to walk across England coast to coast. I know there is a popular route that is often completed by walkers, but I am after something a bit more unique, a bit more furthy. It will catch on. I'll tell uh, you that's a compliment. If you say it enough. Um... So, east to west, or vice versa, would be great. Please include some landmarks or places of interest so I can insta my journey. Uh, cheers, guys. Uh, then he pays us some, some really nice compliments, but then calls us Chuckle Brothers. Um, I will listen in hacktisipation. Like it, like of it, a solution. like it. Thanks, John from Sutton, the home of the professional football team in London, and a stop on the X26 bus route. <laughs> Super stuff. Wow, you have I think listened that's my favourite letter of the year. Every episode of the back catalogue so far. Well, as John will know already, first we vaccinate and then we activate. And that is what we want you to do. Help us activate by uh, becoming patrons. Um, John, it's a, it's a great question. Um, and I've got the answer for you. Um, and make sure when you do insta your journey from uh, uh, coast to coast across England that you use the hashtag travel hacker. Thank you. <laughs> Chris, we're going to start by identifying the start and finish points of this coast to coast route. I think if you're going to walk coast to coast England, which is what he specified, then you're going to want to go from the most easterly and westerly points of England, which are Lowestoft in the east and Penzance in the west. That gives you the most wide walk that you can of england you'd agree yeah and uh, two interesting things so the idea of a wide walk is quite uh, bizarre <laughs> and second reference to penzance in consecutive weeks well that's where we're going to end up because i think you'd want to walk towards penzance i believe you'd start in lowestoft and walk towards penzance because then every single day of your walk and i'll tell you how many days there will be in a second but every single day you'd see the sunset oh that is good thank you oh that's very nice yeah oh I, so, and, and that is going to really help with his instagramming always knowing where the sun will be exactly because that was part of the brief um he also said he wanted some locations to insta across the journey well being that i have calculated that this would be a 16 day walk wow i have given him can 16... I, sorry just can I ask 16 days at how many miles per day is that well, let me give you some stats. Okay. Let me give you some stats. It's a 396-mile walk, which Google is saying would take five days and ten hours. Now, of course, we know nobody would walk five days and ten hours nonstop. So I've calculated that that would be give or take eight hours walking a day. If mm -hmm. you started at nine in the morning and finished at five at night, eight hours walking a day. That equates to 16 days walk. That, I mean, that's quite a lot of work, but it does give you enough time. If you think eight hours walking, eight hours sleeping, eight hours doing the tourism bits, you know, that you want to do along the way. So, lovely. so far, the framework is workable. I was thinking if you're someone who's doing a long old walk, 
you're going to be someone who probably likes the idea of a guest house, mm. stay overnight, uh, and you'd want to enjoy the bed and breakfast that Mrs. Smith has prepared for you before you leave at 9am in the morning and check out of your bed and breakfast and be on the road back in your walking boots again. Weirdly specific anecdote there. <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Smith. <laughs> I don't know, but I just imagine that somebody who's running a guest house, a B&B, is, I don't know, a, a ruddy-faced farm wife. Oh, my God. With, rich. with big hips. Right. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, 16-day walk. Here are the 16 stop-offs that I think would be instable for John on his 16-day walk from Lowestoft to Penzance. Stop number one, Southwold. They call it Soho by the Sea. Chris, are you with me so far? It's, Southwold is lovely. It's not too far south of there. I'm, I'm, Rich, just for the record here, I am so pro what everything you've said so far, except the weird Mrs. Smith bit. Um, I'm already on board. I'm loving this hack. I cannot see how this could end up going whack. And Southwold just only improves your stance here you, you are smashing it this is fantastic <laughs> you've actually made me a little bit nervous you've actually made me a little bit nervous how I mean, far, the, you, how far a gen- this there is a genuine hack on here genuine <laughs> stop number two ipswich okay you got it come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> what, what's your problem with ipswich <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? All the lovely places in Suffolk. <laughs> Where else? Where sure, else? keep going. Just keep going. This is salvageable. Ipswich has got uh, one-time champions of Europe, Ipswich Town, uh, home of the Ipswich Witches Speedway team. There's, there's a couple of things. There's a bridge over the river there. I can't even remember the name of the river, but it, it's a pretty good bridge. So uh, Ipswich is stop number two. Colchester is stop number three. Not ancient, bad. ancient capital yep. of of the the world. I think it was when the Romans landed there. Not of the world, but but of England. Keep going. L- nice, nice old city. Capital of Essex, Chelmsford. Stop four. Yep. Uh, home of the T Twenty and County Champions. Yep. Essex. Romford is stop oh, five. <laughs> <laughs> I thought people might want to get off at Romford. Well, not get off, uh, but <laughs> stop, stop there. Go, stop with this sex hacking. <laughs> uh, and see the, the hometown of uh, uh, Chris from Richie Firth Travel could, could they get a meal at the chicken shop that we, we, we went to? <laughs> was going to be the next thing that I was going to say. Fantastic. And they could get on that weird bit of the London Overground from season one and go across to uh, Upminster or wherever it was. Stop number six is Trafalgar Square, okay? You're not going to get anywhere more Instagrammable than Trafalgar Square in London. And the, the, the really interesting little fact I have for you is that Trafalgar Square, whenever you are on any of the UK roads and you see a mileage to London, Trafalgar Square is the reference point for all mileages to London. Uh, all start points are the little roundabout, not Trafalgar Square itself, but there's a tiny little roundabout just south of Trafalgar Square. That is where all mileage points to London are taken. 
Now, int- I actually always thought, and uh, it's possibly the same thing, I always thought it was Charing Cross, which admittedly is very, very close to Trafalgar Square. Which is why people like yourself can know that fact incorrectly, but it is actually the Trafalgar Square roundabout. Why I, would it be a I'm train I'm very station? happy to, to stand corrected. You are, th- you are doing so well here, Rich. I uh, 100% concede. Great. Uh, stop seven. We move on from Trafalgar Square, Bracknell, uh, <laughs> which has uh, a fantastic Go Ape uh, and also the distribution centre for Waitrose. I mean, okay. Who is going to be Go Aping? How many days are we in now? Uh, this is day eight. You are not going to be Go Aping eight days into a 16 day walk. <laughs> Actually, it's day seven. So does that change your opinion? Nope. Okay. We then move on to uh, Basingstoke. Um, admittedly the geography of the walk does mean a couple of down days with all due respect to the good people of Bracknell and Basingstoke but then we pick back up with the ancient delights of Salisbury maybe you can go and uh, have uh, an insta picture uh, around the very underwhelming stones of Stonehenge oh Uh, god no don't leave Stonehenge out of this we then move on to Wincanton which is home of the UK's milk industry Uh, you can have some pictures taken there what what do you mean that? What do you mean the home of the UK's milk industry? Exactly All the milk that. goes to Wincanton. There is uh, more milk made in Wincanton than anywhere else in the United Kingdom. Milk's made in cows. No, it's not. It's honestly, <laughs> milk is distributed from Wincanton. Okay, so I it's distributed. You. So okay, right, okay. Check it out. There's not it just goes... like shitloads of cows in Wincanton. No, straight out the teat, out the udder to Wincanton. 8303, trust me. Then you're down to Yeovil, uh, which is uh, home of the Royal Air Force uh, Helicopter Division. So lots of pictures of uh, helicopters for your Insta. Then you're on to Exeter, uh, the uh, the gateway to the West Country. Then you're on to Dartmoor. Then you're on to Bodmin. Hang on All a second. Right. You, you, you've, you've accelerated. I've lost Exeter. Oh, God, that's a long day's walk in that one. Okay. What, Yeovil to Exeter? Yeah. That's doable. Sure. <laughs> so then you spend a day on Dartmoor. I Lovely. thought some beautiful rural pictures. Then you spend another day on another moor, Bodmin. Okay, some more beautiful pictures. Two more stops to come. New Quay. Okay, some beautiful, all the, all the wonderful, the surf scene down there, all the body beautiful and stand there by your surfboards, maybe see a shark or something or other. And then finally onto Penzance, you finish the tour, go and have your Insta picture by the, uh, the big sign that says John O'Groats, 800 miles away and all that kind of thing. And you have walked from the west to the east, actually from the east to the west. You've done it. It's taken you 16 days. And that is a hack. Rich, I think it's brilliant. Thank you. Genuinely, like the whole furthest point east to furthest point west, I, I love that. So many of the locations, I mean, you, you raced through some of the rural ones at the end, but like big, big city stuff, you know, lovely coastlines, both ends of the journey. If I if I could offer any any suggestion on it, which That's would what be, you're an, here I know for. you're you using. You are here to fact check. You know that is your role in this enterprise. Okay, so I hope you won't resent this. So some of the places that you yourself admitted were underwhelming, like Bracknell and Basingstoke. Maybe there is a little village just outside one of those that might have a little more quaint holiday charm about it. There's a nice little place near Bracknell called Hartley Whitney 
Already, there we go. And it's a funny name. <laughs> um, Rich, I think it's brilliant. I think it, uh, 16 days is a long time to be doing it for. You'd have to be... I mean, it's sort of double the length. I, th- I think most people do the, the, the famous one in the north of England over about a week to 10 days, don't they? So They do, but this is what I don't understand, right? I As I was like getting this ready, I was thinking, he's going to like this one, he's going to like this mm. one, because I'm going to show that I've learnt from previous feedback where you've told me that some of the legs of previous hacks that I have uh, prepared have been uh, rushed and eccentric. Mm. I remember the uh, the last week uh, when I was uh, making our way to uh, uh, from Venezuela to Caracas, uh, you were telling me that I was rushing. Rich, look, don't don't start. I don't know where that just came from. That sentence. I'm really positive about this. Like, Thank you. there's no beef from me towards you here. Genuinely brilliant hack. Thank you. Let's uh, take an advert. <laughs> what I like about that is that we just cut to the ad break before I could even say, Rich, would you like to hear my take? <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought you had nothing more to say. You were full of praise. Chris, what was your take? Um, I plotted not a million miles from you, a, a waterway to waterway, um, but I effectively went from the mouth of the Thames to the mouth of the Severn. Oh, okay. And I thought, uh, what, what is a really nice way to walk where you're guaranteed not to have to deal too much with cars? I thought rivers and canal towpaths. Oh, Christopher, this is a great spin on it. I like this. So and I generally, started, because rough, rivers can't go up and down hills, it'd be flat. It would be super flat. Uh, starting South End on Sea. Yeah. And then, so following the Thames Estuary into London. Mm-hmm. And then following you've got a couple of canal choices or you could stick with the Thames all the way basically to Reading mm-hmm. when you then join um, the Kennet and Avon, the Kennet and Avon canal. And you can take that pretty much all the way to Bristol uh, and where you then from Bristol dip on uh, what's the little tributary of the seven at, at Bristol. It's um, the Avon. It's the Avon. There you go. And, and then so from there you go to Avonmouth to the river seven so what we're taking from this is actually quite interesting right if you're going to go from coast to coast across england you have to do london well i think we both chose it because like one it's different to the existing the most famous route two they wanted nice pics for their insta yeah. And there is a lovely clash, isn't there, between like some of the rural locations there and the big city stuff. Yeah. So it, and 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 I, look, I, I'm sure your route does too. One thing I will say about the route I plotted out, I don't know what you think, Rich. I have a special place in my heart for pubs on canals. Oh, absolutely. There is something special about waterside pubs, isn't there? <laughs> yes, definitely. And B and Bs. So um, there we go with Mrs. Smith. I, I couldn't tell. I think it's a bit shorter than yours. I hadn't actually got the days and miles. Um, it's quite hard to plot when you're doing towpaths as opposed to normal. The other thing that strikes me after uh, having a go at Bracknell, it's quite close to Reading. So it's not just London that both of us have gone through. I didn't say we would stop there. <laughs> I, I, I'm up. perfectly open to the idea of travelling through it. <laughs> um hey a great uh whack for your first hack uh let's move on to another one uh, this is from andrew 
Hello, Andrew. Uh, Andrew writes, I would like to travel from the Winnemucca Road to all the places mentioned in the Johnny Cash song, I've Been Everywhere. Thank you very much. <laughs> now, I was very surprised that you're uh, not... not it's not that you're not a fan of the song. I think if you went away and did some homework and listened to the song, I think you would come back next week and say, oh my God, this is one of the great songs of all time. I'm a fan of country music. I'm a fan of uh, Johnny Cash. I know his Ring of Fire. I'm not familiar with this, which uh, is my error. Um, however, I've looked up the lyrics and uh, yeah, my word, he's been everywhere, hasn't he? I mean, that is the point. Areno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota, Wichita, Tulsa, Ottawa, Oklahoma, Tampa, Panama, Matawa, La Paloma, Bangor, Baltimore, Salvador, Amarillo, Tocopilla, Barranquilla, Ampadilla, Amakilla. So there's already, what, uh, probably 20 place names already. And then there's a second verse. Then there is a second verse which gets increasingly ridiculous with some of the locations. Yes. Now, thankfully for us, somebody has done the research already. <laughs> Do you want the distance that he travels in miles or kilometres? Uh, it always sounds bigger in kilometres. <laughs> 181,075 kilometres. That doesn't surprise me. I've actually there's actually four choruses in total, isn't there? Where yeah, I mean, he's even in Alaska at some point. So, so give me that number one more time. One hundred eighty-one thousand and seventy-five kilometers for that particular journey. Wow, one hundred twelve thousand miles. Wow, which puts the little walk from Lowestoft to Penzance in sixteen days in some kind of perspective. It um. So, so I think what we're saying here is it's not a practical journey. Correct. And I, I don't know if you... Did, did you try to plot any elements of it out on a map, Rich? When I started seeing the uh, the amount of locations that he's travelled to, I thought to myself, this is up there with, like, immense assignments to give you some kind of uh, IQ record. Uh, and at that point, I opted out. So I I started I did some stuff and then I realised that part of the pro like it's not the places it's the order that is the problem and that's what mm -hmm. makes it so long. So for for example, at one point quite early on, he goes Chicago, then Fargo, then Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Whereas absolutely you should go Minnesota, then Chicago, then Fargo, particularly as the next stop. Buffalo is quite near Fargo, not Minnesota, where it's supposed to be. And Buffalo is really near. And this is the weird, curious thing. Toronto and Winslow, which are just around the corner from each other and Buffalo. So you get this like cluster of three places that are really near each other and are put together. Yep. But then there's just other random stuff. And, and so I started to get really... Like, then from, from one of them, you end up in Sarasota, but then you end up back up there again. And I, I get that what... There is poetry in Johnny Cash, yeah, but there is poor planning. <laughs> I 100% agree with you. I mean, if I was to uh, plan all our hacks uh, by going on uh, routes... 
um, that rhymed. Uh, poor old Susie Dent in her electric car from the previous season, she'd have gone from Stoke-on-Trent to Basingstoke, uh, which would have been absolutely ridiculous. Um, that's not how you do things. And Johnny Cash um, has learnt that in this, this rather nasty lesson. He uh, travels in the song by Laurie. Okay, so he's limited to 62 miles an hour. So... So okay, come then. So how 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 many miles is it again? Uh, One hundred and twelve thousand five hundred and fifteen miles. One one two five one one five five. Uh, and what's the speed limit of a of a I, one I, of those? I think an HGV is sixty two miles an hour. I'm now going to check. Let's just say it was theoretically speed limit divided by sixty two. 60 60 so that's 1876 hours uh which is 78 consecutive days of driving but don't drivers have to sleep in the back of their cabs every now and then they do what's what's the typical legal the legal working well 35 hours a week is standard full-time in that area so it's roughly just over two weeks of work I know lorry drivers doesn't quite apply for them that way. Lorry drivers must not work for more than six hours without a break. Okay. I mean, we're, we're, we're now getting into quite complicated maths territory that I'm already uncomfortable with. And if I am, <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> drivers can drive up to 11 hours during their duty period. However, after driving for eight hours, they have to take a break of at least 30 minutes. This, once again, this whole song is back to a question in a, uh, a Mensa test. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the answer is, I think I, I, if we had the time and, and were capable of joining Mensa, either of us, then I'm fairly, fairly convinced we could improve the root of the song <laughs> and make it cost-efficient, more environmentally friendly and more pleasant for old JC. But I think we have solved one of music's greatest questions. If he really was driving the lorry for that long without stopping, at least we've worked out why he had a ring of fire. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, here's an advert. <laughs> and i would like to apologize to that brand brand if there was one <laughs> for the association <laughs> oh dear christopher um we've talked a lot already in tonight's episode i think we've probably got time for one more quick hack and then gretchen's letter <laughs> not a chance what? not a chance oh this is Rich was six episodes in. Hey, look, this is a travel hacking podcast, not a literary podcast. If you want to write to people, write to Barry Took on points of view. Okay, Gretchen won't know who that is because um, Gretchen is in not fact, from... Barry Took might even be dead. <laughs> okay. Hey, Gretchen, write to someone you've never heard of and who isn't alive with a complaint <laughs> about the fact that Richie won't read your letter out, despite the fact, in my personal opinion, it's a really nice, fun letter, and I see you in some ways as, and I mean this as a compliment, the female Richie. Barry Took died in 2002. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Uh, shall we do the final hack of the day then? <laughs> yes. Rich, it was a good news story this week. Came from the stars. 
Were you following the uh, the story of what happened in Mars? Ah, yes, the Perseverance rover landing. Yeah, fantastic. I've I've loved following the stories of the. Uh, uh, the exploration of Mars, going back to actually uh, dear old uh, British scientist Colin Pillinger, mm. uh, who put the uh, the British mo- uh, uh, the Mars rover up there, but unfortunately, in a very British fashion, it landed upside down, uh, <laughs> and he's still upside down in the crater somewhere. But uh, but yeah, it's a fantastic story. Well, here's a hack for you that I think you'll quite enjoy. Then from Craig, can you hack the quickest route? for Perseverance to meet up with Curiosity, the other NASA rover currently operating on Mars. (laughs) Okay. Um, Can I... I think the short answer is no, but I have tried. <laughs> I have tried. Okay, I've looked at a map of Mars. So I'm going to explain this really badly. First of all, you know Earth, right? Yeah. If you unwrapped it as a globe and you put it as like a like a, a rectangular map, you know what that map of Earth would look like. Yeah. Have you just spent 30 seconds saying do you know what a map looks like <laughs> no not at all i'm saying have you seen <laughs> fuck off you know what a map of earth looks like if it wasn't a globe yeah looks like a map of earth. <laughs> <laughs> i think i'm gonna have a fit <laughs> <laughs> What would you call that then? What would you call glo- what would you call Earth if it wasn't a globe? I'm trying to do, I'm trying to explain I don't to you. The question. <laughs> Everyone's listening to this and they're on my side. You're the person who looks like a prick. Okay. All right. Start again. If you took Earth which is a planet. It feels which like is a you've just started again the same as you started first time. Okay, if you if you took our planet Yes and you changed it from the ball shape and unwrapped it into a piece <laughs> that is almost it. like <laughs> that is almost like an oblong. I'm crying. And looked at it. That's what I'm describing. Yeah. I, uh, again, it feels like to me that you've just said, you know the Earth. You know you can get maps of it. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, what I've just described, <laughs> I've done to Mars. Okay. So, so I've so. Okay. Um, I, I'm not here to tell you how to do your job, but for example, you could have said, so Chris. I have a map of Mars. Mm-hmm. No, that's but it. I do, I do have a map of Mars. Right. But, of course, Mars doesn't have any countries. So it's, it really oh, is God. just like an unfurled Mars. So are you saying you've overlaid Mars onto the planet Earth to give perspective? Yes. And have you counted into the fact that the two planets are different sizes, or we're just we're just assuming we will scale that ourselves? We scaled it ourselves. Okay. Okay. Um, Curiosity landed in give or take um, 
Tokyo. Right. And Perseverance landed, give or take, Central Russia. Okay. Okay, so they are a long way apart. But there's no water, so they don't have Pause. to travel. Okay. They do, you, you're right. They don't... You're right. There's no water, so they don't have that in their way. Okay, so have in your head the fact that they they landed... Okay, one of them landed 10 years ago, and one of them landed about 10 days ago. Okay, but they landed that far apart, okay? <laughs> Middle of Russia and Tokyo. Yep. Curiosity has been on Mars since the 26th of November, 2011. Do you want to guess how far it's travelled in that time? Is it meant to have travelled a long way? Yes, because it's meant. the name of it is Curiosity. Fair it's point. meant to land there and have a rabid curiosity for the surface of this mysterious red planet. I mean, look, I'm going to go with it, although I would counter that you can be curious and read books and literally move nowhere. Um, well, then you're dull. But let's just say in 10 years, it maybe has travelled even... A few thousand miles? Fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's even shitter than you thought. So wow. Curiosity has been up there for ten years and has travelled fifteen miles. So considering they landed the distance of Tokyo and the centre of Russia apart, despite the fact that Perseverance has a name that implies it will never give up, they will never the twain shall meet. Well, that's tragic. <laughs> and um, on that bombshell, yeah. I invite you to become a patron of Richie Firth Travel Hacker <laughs> by visiting patreon.com slash travel hacker. If you wish to write to us, actually, we don't have a post address, so email us, travelhackerpodcast at gmail.com, or you can tweet us at Richie Firth or him at producer Chris. Do you have any parting comments? I would just like to say that every single penny that you donate to help us hack travel is going to be spent with me never being able to look at a map ever again without wondering what it would be look like if it was rolled into a ball. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with more hacks for you and some sexy tips. Oh, God. Okay, so... If you're if you're listening, if you're still listening, Richie and I are going to carry this conversation on on Patreon for the exclusive Patreons, where Richie's going to attempt to Rich t tell them what you're going to attempt to explain to us. I've just realised that I've got an even better way of describing this map of Mars and what I've done. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 